The following is a Joel Mahalik production. <clears throat> Let me explain something to you. Whenever you come in here and interrupt me, you're breaking my concentration. You're distracting me. And it will then take me time to get back to where I was. Understand? Greetings, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the Joel Mahalik Show. My name is Joel Mahalik, and across from me is... The lovely Sharon. The lovely Sharon. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Nice you to see you. You forgive my voice. It's not real strong tonight. I forgive thee. <laughs> you it's nice to see you. Me. It's been a while. It has. <laughs> It has been a while. Last week we did a... I missed uh, you. I missed you too. Last week we did a special Easter broadcast because it was Easter. And uh, we did a couple of flashback things. So hopefully uh, the people uh, who tap in and listen to the podcast enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, reaching back into the old days. The old days. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, back when I wasn't with you. You were. I mean, I was with you. you. Yeah, I just wasn't... You were in the studio in spirit. Here in the show. <laughs> right. So uh, the uh, information that you need about the program is as follows. Uh, the website, the simple version of the website is jmtalk.net. You can stop there. You can uh, listen to the 24-7 stream. You can also subscribe to the podcast on your favorite player. Uh, and I think we have them all pretty much covered. You can also follow us at Facebook at JM Talk and at Twitter at JM Talk Radio. So there are the various ways. Plus you can email us at JoelMaholicRadio at gmail.com and, and if you um, and, and if you are quicker on the text than you are on the email, then you can send a text to us with uh, you know whatever you want to say to four eight four four two nine sixty sixty one. So that's the business end of things going on. But anyway, so last week was Easter. Right. Yes, it was. And, uh, and it was a very nice holiday. Yeah, it was. One of the things I wanted, I, I was thinking about was weird foods this week. Uh, because uh, we, we uh, had some conversation when we were out with your sister and her family. Uh-huh. And uh, not only that, but also with last week being Easter, I had seen this uh, thing, <laughs> this article... That I saved about. Look at that. Ew. Yes. Oh, and, lo and, and look at that. Isn't that what? What the? What, what the, the heck? Let me put this in this mode here. All right, he's showing me a, a picture, picture of a delicious. Ew. No. Pizza not pie. No. With what? What was on it? Peeps. Melted peeps. Melted that into is the nasty. Cheese. That is nasty. I'm not I mean, the pizza would look delicious before the peeps. <laughs> but yes. Yes. I mean. People uh, are actually putting peeps <laughs> on pizza. <laughs> and the, the headline is accurate. People are putting peeps on pizza and they should be put in jail. Right. That And that's what it says right there. Jail those found responsible for putting peeps on Melting peeps on pizza, you know this is not. Uh, this is just another abomination of food. Uh, it's, it's, you know, but, disgraceful. But I mean, maybe for you know, Easter, you know, it's offensive to the peeps. <laughs> I think it might be <laughs> quite peeps. offensive to the pizza as well, <laughs> not just to the peeps. The peeps are complaining. <laughs> uh, the, Peeps is yeah, that's just wrong. And Come I've been on. seeing a lot of weird things uh, being done uh, with Peeps. <laughs> Sounds... Wait a minute, what? <laughs> right? What? <laughs> I mean, I, I meant in food stuff. Uh, yeah, what? <laughs> similar, <laughs> similar to the way we've seen uh, pickles being abused in, in, in the foods. The latest I've seen was pickle soft serve ice cream. That's, no, come on. I, I'm, I'm just telling you. But anyway, so we, uh, at Easter Monday, we uh, we went out with your sister and her family. Yes. And they were talking about um, 
her husband being in the hospital. This is in North Carolina. Yes. And he, he ordered a cheesesteak uh, at the hospital for dinner one night. Yes. And apparently they they asked him to describe it. I don't know that to be fact. But the way it looked, it looked as if they asked him to describe it. And they did it to a T. Yeah. So it was a, like a round Kaiser roll. And no, it, it was a dinner roll. It was a dinner roll. Yeah. It had a slab of, I don't know, like a T-bone or something on it. Right. <laughs> with a slice of cheese on top. Yes. <laughs> now. And we and, and now for, we, we have a picture to back this up, correct? Yes. Okay, so we'll have to get a picture posted for you because yes. we have a picture to back this up. Now, for anyone who is not from the tri-state Philadelphia area, mm-hmm. a cheesesteak is... Thinly sliced steak, very yes. very thin, chopped, really 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 good. She's chopping it, folks. I'm chopping it too. <laughs> chopping it. You, I wish I wish you could see this, but you chop it you really turn really the really good. Cameras on? No, and <laughs> and you add cheese to it, and you put it on a long sub roll. And the rolls have got to be made in roll. the Philadelphia area. Yeah. By Amoroso. Or, remember Buono Brothers? Oh. I don't even think they're in business anymore. I don't know. But that is a cheesesteak. Sometimes you add fried onions on it. Or, more accurately described, sautéed onions. Yeah. Yeah, because they also said they made a mistake. They were somewhere else and they asked for fried onions on a burger. Right. And uh, what they got was on the onion burger. Onion rings. Breaded onion rings shoved into onto the burger. <laughs> These people need to stop taking things so literally. Well, I mean, it depends on where you go, too, because, you know, like, for instance, if you go to Maine, the state of Maine, beautiful state. However, if you ask for an Italian hoagie up there, Mm-hmm. Or an Italian sub. I don't know what the different names are around the country, but their interpretation of an Italian hoagie is um, is a uh, uh, like a uh, uh, I guess it's like some sort of small sub roll with boiled ham, American cheese, mayonnaise, and green peppers. Ew. Yes. Now, uh, since you did so well that with the cheese, egg, would you please describe what an Italian hoagie is from the tri-state an area? Italian hoagie. Here we go. Okay. Is on the same said rolls. Okay. <laughs> the aforementioned roll. The, right. And it's best when you drizzle some hoagie oil on it. Mm-hmm. Right? And then you get usually provolone cheese. Yeah. Okay. But you also have... Pepper ham. Oh, not boiled ham? No, 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 <laughs> not boiled ham. Pepper ham. Okay. And that's ham with pepper on the outside of it. Right. Um, Capricola. Mm-hmm. Um, salami. Salami. Yeah. Right. And you have all this piled up, right? Right. And then you have lettuce. Chopped up. <laughs> chopped up. <laughs> then you put onions, raw onions raw, on it. Yeah, right, raw. Raw. Tomato. Okay. And, and then, oregano. And then sweeter hot peppers if sweeter you want. Sweeter hot peppers. And dill pickles. This is how I order my hoagies. My Italian Okay. Everything's sweet, you say, right? I do. I'm like, can I have a small Italian, everything sweet with oil? That's it. Actually, to be, to just make sure we're being completely honest, what you usually, how you usually order it is, you ask me if I'd like lunch tomorrow. Right. And yeah. Then well, you, and then you, and that'll then determine you, what right. size I order. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so if he wants an Italian hoagie for lunch tomorrow, then you get the large. Then I get the large. And she takes two bites out of it, and then I have to take the rest to work. Right. 
So, yeah, so we typically say everything's sweet or everything hot. And the difference right. is the peppers, sweet peppers or hot peppers. Right, exactly. So, interesting. And everything refers to the lettuce and the onions and the tomatoes. Right. That's everything plus oregano, salt and pepper. Salt and pepper. Yep. But not in Maine. Not in Maine. <laughs> and apparently not in North, North Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, so you have these differences, and, and it, it, it's, you know, that, that was by far the strangest that we've ever heard of <laughs> and seen. Right? And then you so, had, and then you oh, showed them yeah, a picture just, yeah. of what a cheesesteak looks like from the tri-state yeah, area. Yeah, and there's a place right down the street from where we live. It's called Tender Bones, and it's a rib place. Free plug. Free plug, right. And... They make this massive, massive cheesesteak. What do they charge for it? Do you know? $15. That's right. You did say that. Yes. But this massive cheesesteak can easily feed five to six people. Wow. Okay. What if I was eating it? Two to three people. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, and you can't pick it up and eat it. See, that's what I don't like about it, though. I mean, I want to be able to pick up my cheesesteak well, and eat I'm it. I'm sure you could pick it up and, and eat it. Um, Mr. Take a foot long hot dog in one bite. Never heard of that. So, anyway, that's another story for another time. But, uh, I. However, no, like, it's this. Cheesesteak was amazing. I'll have to try it someday. We I didn't will. get that opportunity. Okay. We will. So uh, we were so we were we were at this diner in New Jersey, and I'll leave it at that. I'm not going to give the name of the diner, but uh, so Sharon's sister comes up. They come up every once in a while from North Carolina. That's where they live, and because they, they have mm -hmm. a uh, a house in the family in in New Jersey, and they do some stuff. So, and we are fortunate enough to be able to get together with them. So we picked yeah. a place based on. By the way, my daughter, who's a liar. Who said that this diner was really good and it wasn't that good, but more interesting about that trip to the diner was, so there was uh, one, two, three. There was six of us in, in our party. Yes. And uh, and the waitress was she was nice enough. She was kind enough yeah. and, and attentive enough. Oh but my god. We, you know, she would just come right up and interrupt our discussion, and start talking about. Her, her whole life. Yeah, I mean, we 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 did get her life story in dribs and drabs. I mean, you know, it's like, you know, and I don't mind nice people. You know, it's not that, but it's not like we were just sitting there looking for something to do. I mean, I she know. would just come up and just insert herself, which I thought was weird. You know, and yeah, oh, we heard about her Easter Sunday and how she had to go to you know her sister's house and her mother's house and her other sister's house and right. And Georgina can't have peeps because they you know, don't have peanut butter. You know, we really don't care. Right. You know? We're not here to hear your life story. Right? Where's the food? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had to hear right? the story about, you know, I, I it, it's funny because I saw her come out of the kitchen with the baggie, with this Ziploc bag. Okay. And she puts it down. And then she came right up to the table and started telling us about her melted Easter candy. Wow. That she had to put, that she had to put in the ice cream freezer because it was all While mushy. While she was at work. While right. she was at work. Right. And then how somebody said, oh, my goodness, is that your candy? Because I'm not even going to lie. I had a couple pieces. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, like, you're telling a story Personally, like that. Were you going to give us candy? I don't know. I am. I think I am an outgoing person. So am I. Okay. And I love talking to people. Mm -hmm. And when I initiate the conversation, it's fine. But if I'm having dinner in a public place where I'm with my family, I don't want to be interrupted by the waitress giving me her entire life story. Right. Because, frankly, I don't give a damn. Wow. I Right out of Gone with the Wind. Oh, my. I just... That really bothered me. She didn't ask how our food was. No, I think she did. She said, did she, she? Well, she asked if everything was all right. And that's, okay. You know. 
Right. Well, but still. But we heard everything. Yeah. That we didn't need to. Right. And on a scale of one to five, I mean, what you know, take her out of the equation. What would you scale that place? Um. I mean, I'm thinking two and a half. Yeah, I'd say maybe one and three quarters. <laughs> Just because, I mean, what my sister got uh, the, for her dinner. The chicken cordon puke, puke. Oh, that looked nasty. It did. It did. Now, chicken cordon blue. Okay. Oh, uh, another... You, Another description. This is your yes. final description before break. Food description My coming final up. Final description. Describe the perfect uh, chicken uh, cordon bleu. Okay, it's a thin piece of chicken. Inside it is a piece of ham and a piece of cheese. And you roll it up and then you Mark roll it. Mark it with a T. <laughs> <laughs> and then you roll it in some breading and you deep fry it. Okay? Yeah. That is. Not now, what this woman describe got. what was the the monstrosity that was on that plate. First of all, it came in a bowl. <laughs> it was one of those bowl plates, yeah. Yeah, and there, I did not see any breaded chicken. I didn't see any chicken at all. Right, it had mushrooms. Oh, I didn't see them. Yeah, oh, it was it was a bowl of. Liquid. Like Swiss stock. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't that sound disgusting? Yeah, it does. It was a Swiss white cheese juice. cream sauce <laughs> of some sort. I'm crying and over here, folks. Like, on this plate, I didn't see the ham. I, I saw the ham swimming. That's all I saw. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I didn't even see that. The chicken, I didn't see. And the cheese, I guess, is... I thought the sauce was the cheese. The way... I don't know, but that was just some nasty, nasty stuff. The The way I saw the presentation, I just figured that the sauce was, was like a Swiss cheese sauce, and that was the Swiss cheese part of it. But it was oh totally unacceptable for chicken cordon bleu. Yeah, there, there is no way any person who eats food... And knows what chicken cordon bleu should look like. Could say that that was chicken cordon bleu. Yeah. No. It wasn't happening. Yeah, it was not a good, it was not no, a good sight. it was nasty. In fact, my stomach. And I my felt stomach, so bad for her. Yeah. She just trooped right through it. But I'll ta- I kept offering my dinner. And you but had plenty. I had a ton. You ordered a mini meal, chi- a chicken parm right. mini meal, and it came with a 17-pound slab of chicken. Right? So I was offering my dinner. And a one-pound box wouldn't. of spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> right? And I got the mini meal because I don't eat a lot. Well, thank God you got the mini meal. Wow, right? And so that, all right, so uh, so maybe you're more accurate with your 175 rather than my 25. Yeah. I, I guess I was trying to be the nice guy. Right? Well, you can be as nice as you want. I just thought it was nasty. And as I and said, the I. the service, I, I'm I, telling you. I blame my daughter. Right? She was like, oh, that's, a, yeah, that, that place is good. Yeah, that's wow. a good diner. Remind me to punch her in the face. Right, and even the well, it had it had great seventies deco in it for a diner. I mean, that's what I like about some diners is like they they never update yeah. the inside, you know. Right. <laughs> so it looks like your great grandmama's living room. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so. That's funny. Yeah. So anyway, so that was our sort of like uh, the beginning of our week. Quit pointing at the clock, lady. I know what, what? I'm doing. I'm a professional. <laughs> 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 All right. Anyway, so we'll take a quick break and come back and uh, got some more things to talk about. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so don't go anywhere. It's the Joel Mahalik Show, and we'll be back right after this quick 90-ish or so. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? 
Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? Welcome back, folks. This is the Joel Mahalik Show. Here with the lovely Sharon. And the webpage is jmtalk.net. Subscribe there. Listen 24-7 if you choose. And all kinds of other stuff. Yeah. So, uh, JM Talk at Facebook and on Twitter, JM Talk Radio. I tried to get JM Talk on Twitter, but somebody took it. <gasps> what? How dare them? Mm-mm. I need to visit that just to see what it is. Yeah. So, but, uh, so yeah, so there are the various ways you can listen to the show, and we thank you for being back here with us on another right. week. And a loyal listener. Loyal listener, yeah. Loyal listener fan club. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. like that. Well, good. Get busy on it. <gasps> so, <What? laughs> so, I wanted to talk about uh, something that really got me mad this week. Really? Yeah, so I'm driving to work, and uh, this was, I guess, maybe Monday or Tuesday. And um, there's this great little piece of road called County Road. That, yes. you know, it, it, it's a great little interconnector uh, here mm-hmm. in the area. So if you're from the area, maybe you're familiar. Uh, and if you're not from the area, you may want to come into the area to check it out. And this is why. Right. Because there is a mattress sale going on <laughs> right, right now. On County Road. Oh my goodness! I mean, there's been one mattress there for weeks that somebody Actually, dumped, there's three and there. now there's three as of Monday. So yes. somehow, I think they're opening up a, some sort of competition to to the mattress center up on Forty. Right. So you can run by County Road and pick yourself up a mattress. <laughs> okay. If you don't mind any, right? You know, and it, it's it's really become critters. right. It's become a real full service road. Because right before you get to the bridge, that's where landscapers are allowed to dump their cut grass all over the right. road. Okay? Right. So you're allowed to do all that. All over the road. Right. And your drunkards go under the bridge, and then on the right-hand side, that's where you dump all your booze bottles. Right. Okay? Yep. Now, if for some reason you find yourself being the only person in Newcastle County that cannot get trash pickup, then further down on the <laughs> left-hand side of the road is a little... <laughs> A, a little valley, and you'll know you're in the right place to put your trash because it's stacked with trash bags. Yes. What in the hell is going on with County Road? And it's posted that there's cameras all over the place. I mean, do, do you... This is ridiculous. Who doesn't have trash pickup? I mean, because you made a comment. We we got you a new chair uh, yeah. like a week and so ago. Right. And, and I we, thank you you're welcome. publicly. We took your old recliner right. uh, to an area to dump it in properly. Yes. I'm sorry. I, my science is, <laughs> I had to do that. I didn't want to do that. But, uh, um, <laughs> so we, and we went down we County Road and you it pointed it out. That maybe because we of the, could just drop it off there. Yeah, because of the one mattress. Right. But now the two other mattresses showed up last weekend. See, and I could have put the chair there to, to promote a living area. Well, a little further down the road in the woods, that's where the tent people, the, the people in tents are. Right, I know. <laughs> I know. Which surprises me that they haven't come and taken the mattresses. I, right? That is insane. My point is, this is Stop pissing me off. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know. You know that Indian in the 70s in the commercial, and it had one tear coming down yeah, its the Indian, eye. Yeah, the Indian, yeah. Okay. Oh, are we allowed to say that? Or do we have to say Native American? No, it's an Indian. Okay. It's a Native American, same thing. All right. And it had one tear. Well, now it's gushing tears. Yeah, you're not kidding. You're not kidding. It's like bawling his eyes out. Oh, there's also, uh, if you need tires, they're down there too on the Oh, that's right. They're also on the left. Past the trash area is the tire section. No, that's the tire center. Yeah, the tire center. But there's no one there to mount them, so you're just picking them out, and you still have to take them somewhere to get them mounted and balanced. I don't understand why people have to pollute. It doesn't you know? make... Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, see, we won't even throw a piece of trash out the window. Right. Right. Our vehicles are junked up because no. we don't throw trash mm-hmm. out the window. No, not, not yours now. Not no, of mine course. Now. But my son-in-law just detailed my car, and right. I got to tell you, it looks very nice. It looks awesome. But stay on track here a second. Sorry. I don't understand. Like, the trash bags are the, are the biggest thing I don't understand. Uh, it, who doesn't have trash pickup that you have right. to actually get in your vehicle and I, take that trash to a dark road and dump it? I don't understand. I don't. I mean, we have special trash pickup for lawn stuff. We did a lot of lawn cleanup earlier this year. And instead of waiting, yeah. I'm sorry to say it, but, you know, I, I didn't wait for a special. I didn't go dump it, folks. I'm not saying that. But over the course of three or four weeks, all that lawn stuff, instead of waiting for lawn collection day, right. made it to the trash. You know? No figure. Yeah. So who doesn't have trash that they got to do that? And, you know, I, I just, and the tire, well, the tires Ignorant thing. people. I think I know what's going on with the tires thing. I think it's, I think people like get these jobs to dispose of tires for tire centers. Mm-hmm. And let's say the tire disposal fee is five bucks. And then right. they go, well, we'll we'll take eight per tire because they want to make a little money. Sure. Then they take the tires, dump them for five. Right. But they're taking them and they dump them all over the place and keep the whole seven, eight, nine dollars. <laughs> right. That's I... where I think the tires are coming from. I should check that tire center on County Road and see if my spare is over there. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be funny <laughs> that if would be, it was? That would not be funny. but There would. <laughs> That would be hilarious. Uh, but I, I, I just um, that really was bothering me. And I, I actually couldn't even wait till we did the podcast to be able to vent a little bit about County Road. It's upsetting because right. it really is a nice piece of road. It is. You it know, is. Which has a swamp now. I saw that. I told you, know you in I the winter time th- that that wasn't going to go away quick. I know, but you know what I was thinking. On the way home today. That swamp thing was going to come out and no, grab your car? No, that stagnant water is doing nothing but breeding mosquitoes. Yeah. Well, you know, apparently in, in the state of Delaware, you don't, it's not just mosquitoes you have to worry about. Did you see the article about the kissing bug? What? It's a, it looks like a box elder bug. What? What's a box elder bug? Well, you just have oh. to you have to look it up. I don't have any pictures to show you right now. I'm in the middle of recording the session. Oh, okay. <laughs> a, bo- <laughs> a, a, a box elder bug. Oh man, I don't know. When bo- a box, I've never heard of a kissing bug. Okay, well, I never heard of it either. I thought you. But were there's being been a confirmed funny and no, there's been a confirmed reach case. Reach over and kiss me. I think. <laughs> I think a. Uh, I'm trying to think. The stories say. That there was a case or a fatality case in Delaware, because apparently, wow. yeah, well, apparently, if it, they they uh, usually bite you in the face area, that's why they call them the kissing bug. Right. And uh, when they bite, they carry some sort of disease that can give the person, if it's not treated, will give them long term like heart problems. Oh my! And I think lung issues. Or what was the other one? I forget. Two diff- two different very chronic. Issues right, right. because of what they carry, you know, wow. um, and it can be deadly apparently. Obviously, because if you already have heart problems, right? Uh, but uh, yeah, so and it's an ugly ass bug. Is it? Yeah. Well, so is the box elder bug. You know, and and the thing the, the problem is is people they they say they get confused. Are you just gonna turn around? And use yeah, the I gotta turn around and use a laptop. Yeah. Uh, Hold on, guys. <laughs> it the, the kid just put in Delaware and kissing bug, in your search. Delaware and kissing bug. Wait, you see this ugly ass thing. Um, I'm starting to I'm starting to wonder, you know, between stink bugs, box elder bugs. Um, did you put in kissing bug in Delaware? Yeah, blood, blood sucking kissing bug. Yeah, that doesn't look like the picture I saw. That's an interesting picture. I'd like to see that. I saw one that was more like a scientific picture showing you from the top. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, look at that thing. Ew. Yeah. But see how it resembles the, almost resembles the stink bug, too. 
Yeah. So I was wondering, and I, and I, I only read a couple articles, one or two on this, because I was looking to see if something like uh, a Japanese beetle trap would catch these and box elders and stink yeah. bugs. You know what I mean? Because they're really good at capturing those beetles. And then you just take the bag down and throw the bag in the trash. Um, you know, because... And then you have to deal with, like, in the state of Delaware in the last couple of years, massive tick issues. So this is just, like, one more thing. I, I almost think we should stay indoors forever. Oh, my... <laughs> it does look like look, the kissing bug. And you know what else it resembles slightly? Is this other new problem in Delaware? The spotted lantern fly. Come on. You're I'm telling you. This up. No, I'm not. It's a horror show out there, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go outside. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, my God. It is creep show out there. You know? Oh That's my. why when I have. I really thought you were messing around. I am not messing around. Especially when, I, when you said the kissing bug. Because <laughs> you're always doing that to the grandkids. Yeah. Giving them the, the kissy bug. bugs. <laughs> but. That's why I turn the light out before I take Molly out at night. So the so the bugs aren't all around that lamp. I am afeared of, wow. of some of the bugs is that in this a new state. Word? It is. Do a you fear. remember do you remember I took pictures of that giant bug that was on the deck yeah, a couple years ago and I, yeah. I sent it to you? Yeah. I didn't want to go outside. I didn't want Molly going outside. It was huge. It looked like yeah. it looked like the mother queen of all stink bugs or something. Right. And it was it was the size of a seventy four Ford Pino. <gasps> I <laughs> what? <laughs> this is the one thing that I have found since we've moved here 15 years ago. This state has got the some horrifying bugs. bugs. I know. I've seen bugs out there of the lights I've never seen before in my life. Last year at the campsite, remember saw yeah. a fly or something kind of was messing yeah. with my face, and uh, I got fed up. I was playing around with it. I was putting together your uh, your sprayer. Yeah. And I went to smack my face, and I had the sprayer piece in my hand and scratched <laughs> the hell out of my glasses. my glasses lens, which I still yeah. I'm still looking over a crack, uh, a scratch. Yeah, I remember. I was just oh fed up, goodness. and then that's when we went out and we got that spray and sprayed the lawn, yeah. and I think it, it gave a, a little bit of relief. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I think you're right. But uh, you know, at least we were able to put our fire pit out there and, yeah. and light it. Yeah, I, I I just don't understand it. You know, and then we have to worry about Molly with the ticks, but at least right? we have the collar. Yeah. And that's the thing, folks. If if you're listening to this and you've ever heard of this, I'm looking for some validation. I was told that when you're out walking, out hiking, or you know, going through areas yeah. where there might be ticks. Yeah. I read. That you get, that you go out and you buy your over-the-counter flea and tick collars, by hearts, a couple bucks, whatever, and you put one on each ankle, uh, with, along with the spray and everything. But that, that it's a deterrent. It sounds logical. It is, yeah. And I'm just wondering if anyone out there is listening has ever done that. I wouldn't mind getting a little validation. Send us an email. Send us a text. Send us some smoke signals. <laughs> <laughs> You but know? if you send smoke signals, you're going to send along with it some bugs. Not really, because oh, yeah, smoke, smoke usually deters them, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, like yesterday we yeah. did the lawn work, and we did it late in the day. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I got to get done before, you know, the bugs come out at night. <laughs> the bugs come out at night. <laughs> and we hear people out there at dark mowing their lawns. Right. And it's like, you know, I hope you're like in a net or something or in a bubble. <laughs> right. Oh, my goodness. And by the way, where is the zapper? Down the camper. Okay. Well, we got to set that up this year. Yes. So it'll zap we all will. the kissy bugs. They can go kiss some electri electricity. <laughs> <laughs> kiss this, you rotten bugs. Right. So anyway, there's only been one case in Delaware, and it's actually from last summer. So that was one of the things a lot of people were criticizing that the news, they waited a year to break the news. Yeah, that's how I was when I was reading the story. Scratching my head, I my know. neck. I know, now I'm like all like skeeved out. <laughs> I am, I'm skeeved out. All right, let's talk about something else. Have you seen the snake holes that are out? <laughs> <laughs> we do, we have like three or four snake holes out I in the side garden. I did see them, I did see them. Oh, man. 
<laughs> wow. Bugs and snakes and bears. Oh, oh my. Oh. <laughs> uh. So... So yeah. we have a few minutes left. I wanted to talk about how proud I am of our of our Molly. Okay. Folks, and if, why are you proud of her? Folks, if you have small dogs, or any dog that's like afraid of uh, what thunder, fireworks, things like Breathing. that. Breathing. <laughs> <laughs> Molly hears thunder or fireworks. It's game over. She's under the bed. She's under your armpit. She's under your chair. She's shaking like a leaf. Like she shakes right. so bad. That sometimes we think she's going to have a seizure. I know. Yesterday, we had our roof done. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it was like a... So, you can imagine it was quite noisy. Yeah, so besides the fact that someone has to be here, at least at the first part of the day and at the end for inspection. Right. I took the day so Molly would have comfort and company. Mm-hmm. Six people on a roof, all areas of the roof, hammering, sawing, banging, slamming. <laughs> and I mean, when they when they, they dropped off the, the pallets of the things, they're taking them off the, and slamming them mm. down at the top, right? You know. Wow. And, you know, she slept through most of that. Wow, that's crazy. The only thing I can think of is that thunder and fireworks have like a. Like a Resonating. Or, li- or like a concussiveness to it that her body feels. Whereas yeah. the only thing I can think of is that she saw the people here, she saw them all over the house, and she right. must have associated it as being okay because she was only active when the foreman had to come in, when the repair right. guy for the air conditioner came in. Gotcha. Other than that, all this didn't bother her. They were sh- I thought the chandelier was going to shatter 16 different times. Wow. Did not bother her. See, I wasn't home, so right. I don't know. You know exactly what happened. It worked out fine, and I'm just I'm just really proud of her that yeah that she was a true absolutely. I mean, yeah, you know, like I said, part of the reason was I had to be here. The other part of the reason I took the day is so I could be here for her. Right. And it was so unnecessary. I mean, it was necessary, but right, unbelievable. I mean, she got more sleep than I did. I could not. I kept trying to doze <laughs> in between, like, other things I was doing. Right. And the banging just kept waking me up. And she's just, uh, you know, out like a light like she is now. Out like a light. Right. So, like, you're almost out like a light. Oh, my goodness. You see my Folks, eyes she's falling drooping. asleep on, in front of me. She's, if you hear this, <laughs> then you know she went out all the way. <laughs> she went all in. Right. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, thanks for hanging out for some of the show. Yeah. Thanks for making it. You're such a trooper. I am. I'm really proud of you. I'm proud next of you, week, too. Next week on the podcast, I'm going to tell everybody how proud I am that you made it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're such a dork. Anyway, so it, it, right. it, it was nice having you. Yeah, it was nice having me, too. I'm, I'm going to take a break. All right. And then uh, I guess, oh, you know, when I come back, I have, uh, I have a couple things. I have... Uh, a new Wombat of the Week. I have a new hero. Good. Um, and I have um, I have an IT warning. That really? Pe- especially for people that use wireless headphones that I need oh. to talk about. Sorry, you're okay. going to miss that. Yeah. I guess I'll have to tell you about it, though. Yeah. you got to be careful what you put in your ears. I'll, I'll leave it at that. All right. Folks, we'll be back. I'll be back. Okay. After this on the Joel Mahalik Show. Say okay. goodbye, Sharon. Goodbye, Sharon. <laughs> I'll be right back. This is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON, The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue, and you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today. 484-429-6061 or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com 
Okay, folks, I'm back on the Joe Mahalik Show. Thanks for being here. The website, jmtalk.net. Uh, that's where you want to go. If you want to get the show in its entirety by subscribing, never miss an episode, you can subscribe to the podcast on your favorite player. And also, you can listen to the stream on our new 24-7 streaming channel of all Joel Mahalik shows. And we might plant some surprises into that channel here and there. So, um, uh, again, that's jmtalk.net. Of course, on Facebook, you can come by and join the show page and interact with us at jmtalk. And on Twitter at jmtalkradio. So, there are the various places. Also, you can email us. We keep forgetting to give out the email. Email us at, J, um, at <laughs> joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. Or text us to 484-429-6061. That's 484-429-6061. I always feel like when I'm giving out a phone number, it's like, uh, you know, uh, uh, when I was a kid. Uh, and sometimes even now, listening on the radio, and they give out a phone number, they always give it out like three times in a row. That's, I guess that's some sort of marketing secret for giving out your phone number on a radio ad. And they would give it out three times. You know, it would be like 484-429-6061. That's 484-429-6061. Again, that's 484-429-6061. And that's how they used to do it. And sometimes I feel like that's what I'm doing. But anyway, so that's how you get a hold of us online. Uh, so this is the home stretch of the show. I'm going to have a new Wombat of the Week as well as honoring a new hero. That is coming up. Uh, but first... I wanted to talk to you real quick about some disturbing news that came out last week where it's sort of been, I guess there have been, uh, for the last year and a half, two years, they've been looking at the possibilities and now it's pretty quite clear that you can be hacked through your earbuds. Uh, uh, basically, um, hackers or malicious actors, sometimes not, not all, I think all malicious actors are hackers, but not all hackers are malicious actors or something like that. But they could get into your earbuds, especially uh, the wireless ones, the Bluetooth ones. They can get into the wire, wired ones too, but people think, well, if they can... Because they, they can get into your device, right? They'll get into your device, and then when they get into your device, then they hack into... Um, the headphones and they can turn the headphones into microphones. Now what's incredible about this is, is it, you know, many, 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 many years ago, I actually tried this. I took my headphones and I plugged them into the mic port, uh, because I used to just experiment with stuff like that. And then of course I went on to become a disc jockey, but anyway, uh, and I would talk into the headphone and record it and play it back and it was extremely extremely low it was very low but it was there and so i think most people who are a bit old-fashioned and maybe know that would think well i can't hear much but guess what they can they can because with the way technology has gotten now if they hack in and put code in that converts your earbuds to microphones. Basically, the recording they get back uh, is not that much far removed from an un unpowered microphone. So, they've done it. And then if you, if you think you're safe because, well, I'll just not have the wired ones. Well, they can, just like your wireless headphones... Bluetooth to your phone or, your, or, or you know, uh, your listening device. Uh, once they get into that, they can use the same trail to get to it. Taking a drink. I'm so thirsty. I don't know why I have to share with you what I'm doing. I guess it's because this is theater of the mind. And I want you to know what I'm doing. So. So, yeah. So, they can do this. And imagine, now, I don't know about you, but just about everywhere I go, people I deal with see 
talk to have these new wireless headbuds in our ears. And they're conducting their day as normal while they have these headbuds in. So whether they are or are not listening to something, and I suspect a lot of times they are listening to something really low and can still function and do their work and still communicate with other people, or whether they're not, but the earbuds are in there, no wires. When I'm ready, I turn on the music or whatever, and I'm good to go. So, if you're just hanging out with your earbuds in, and they hack in, they turn into a microphone, what might you be saying? Here, this is what I was building up to. What might you be saying that can be used by somebody, by a malicious actor who wants your identity, who wants whatever they can get from you and turn it into a method of value, into a method for making money for themselves? And this could be, this is, and it is, it's here, it's on our doorstep. This is the next new thing. And so I just wanted to bring that to everyone's attention and, and forewarn you, uh, you know, uh, uh, as a full-time thing, I am in technology. And so I just wanted you to know that this is the, 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 the latest and not so greatest going on there. So there you have it. Uh, my piece of technical advice for you uh, on the show. Free advice. Hey, important stuff like this, I, I, I'll give it to you, you know? Um, you know, like if I haven't mentioned it yet, I think everyone knows my uh, hatred for <laughs> Internet Explorer. And now they have, they have found flaws in Internet Explorer that's dangerous to all Windows users. Yeah, you know, they. I, I just. Uh, and so I posted a, a, a funny meme, uh, you know, about it. I don't know why people still use Internet Explorer. I really don't. But, you know, I know that there's some rare cases where you have to, and it's a shame. But anyway, so I digress from the cybersecurity portion of the uh, show. I want to move into the Wombat of the Week. And, of course, I want to tell you that you can join in on the fun of Wombat of the Week by submitting your Wombat of the Week story to the show. Simply email the link to a news story of stupid people doing stupid things to wombat at joelmaholic.com or joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. You can also submit your stories in a, in a message on a Facebook page at JM Talk. So get their stories in for evaluation as to see who gets picked as the Wombat of the Week. And this week, we're picking a woman uh, coming out of Phoenix. A Phoenix woman is facing charges after punching her 7-year-old son for being a bad lookout for his shoplifting grandmother. This is according to court documents. Officers saw 27-year-old Rebecca Gonzalez walk into the parking lot of a Walmart Supercenter at 75th Avenue and Lower Buckeye Road Friday evening. Police say she spanked the little boy, then slapped and punched him in the face. According to the child, he was hit because he didn't watch out for his grandma good enough. Uh, this is uh, this is what the uh, arresting officers wrote in their probable cause for arrest statement. Gonzalez was booked on suspicion of aggravated assault. A judge said a Secured appearance bond of $2,500. If she posts bond, she is not allowed to have any contact with her son. Uh, she's due back in court for a preliminary hearing next week on April 30th. Uh, folks, uh, first of all, first and foremost, the bottom line here is is don't steal. Don't be an idiot and steal. I, I just I don't understand in, in our society a lot of things, but one of the things I don't understand is why people have to take what is not theirs. You know, if it's not yours, what right do you have to touch it? To take it? And that's something that just bothers me to my core. It's not yours, leave it alone, don't touch it. And yet people have to steal. It's so rude. But second of all, if, you, if you're going to steal, uh, don't have your seven-year-old grandson be your watch, your your lookout, 
your watchdog. You know, it's worse in my eyes when you involve children in your your uh, criminal uh, schemes. So, I mean, I think the grandmother obviously should be in jail too, or or locked up, or having to appear in court. This is just this is just a terrible, stupid story. You know, this is terrible. I mean, this poor child it, 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 it is the loser all the way around this thing, no matter how you look at it. And obviously this woman shouldn't be raising kids. Shouldn't be having kids. And yet, here we are. This poor child. I don't know how much of a book they can throw at her, but... Well, actually, if you look at her picture, it looks like someone already hit her with a book. But uh, I'm I'm terribly disturbed by people like this. I'm disturbed by people who steal. Um, and then, again, to use children. She is the wombat of the week. But I throw the grandmother into. Absolutely, I throw the grandmother into. So it's like a double wombat of the week. I feel real sorry for this seven-year-old child. So, so sorry for him. Um, and, um, you know, unfortunately, I mean, he may end up going into the system, which doesn't always work out for the best. Now, that's a story for another time. Uh, you know, uh, the foster care system and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, so... Um, Rebecca, excuse me, Rebecca Gonzalez and uh, apparently her mother, I guess, both double wombats of the week. I had to take another drink. I'm so thirsty tonight, Nation. I'm so thirsty. I don't know what it is. Uh, long week, that's what it is. Um, because I'm drinking Powerade. Powerade Zero, actually. So I'm trying to put uh, restore. <laughs> restore electrolytes to my system <laughs> okay so the other thing we talk about on the program and I actually have to switch to a different electronic device for this the other thing we talk about on the program each week is we honor uh, a, you know heroes, everyday heroes and the segment's called honor thy heroes hashtag honor thy heroes and you'll see it all over twitter it's a very popular thing and this past week uh, was National Public Safety Telecommunication. I'm sorry, National Public Safety Telecommunicators Week. Dispatchers, a week for them. Uh, and so there were some stories being shared with a hashtag answering the call, which was awesome. And one of the stories was from uh, a deputy. And I believe this is from the Sarasota Sheriff's Department. Um, and this deputy held up a sign and had his picture taken for this uh, uh, hashtag, for this event that they were doing on Twitter. My name is Deputy Koenig. While on patrol, I conducted a traffic stop, which quickly escalated into a physical altercation. I was unable to use my radio, and the dispatcher was unable to reach me. The dispatcher then sent deputies to my location to assist me. Thanks uh, for her experience. She helped keep me safe. And, of course, he hashtagged it grateful in answering the call. And this is what I'm talking about. Uh, I would have never thought, never thought that. And yet, I understand that they're trying to put this in more practice and training for dispatchers. If typically an officer, when they're getting out on a traffic stop or any kind of stop, they usually uh, tell the dispatcher where they're at, give the license number, here's this and this and this. And so this dispatcher was trained since she couldn't reach him after the, at, at some point after that or during that stop, and she sent other officers to his location, um, which is uh, something I would not have thought of course I'm not 
I don't, I'm not in that business every day of law enforcement or dispatching. So, uh, I, I found it interesting to read about that and read that that's something that they are trying to, uh, perform more training on. And I think in this, uh, day and age, that could be the difference that saves, um, police officers lives. And so I think it's really amazing that this dispatcher did this. Uh, I'm, I'm really sorry that, uh, the dispatcher's name wasn't mentioned, uh, but I think if this gets back to that person, they're going to know who they are and they're going to know who it was intended for. And uh, I'm glad that Deputy Koenig is A, okay and safe, and uh, two, uh, that he uh, promoted this event to promote this dispatcher. And I'm happy about that. And this nameless dispatcher ends up becoming the hero that we honor this week on the program. And, uh, and I mean, th- these are just, these are the stories I, I, that I really like. Let me get this out of my way. And I'm done with this electronic device. Um, I have, I have stories everywhere. Computers, paper, iPad, <laughs> wherever I can get my hands on something to bring, uh, you know, the information to the program. So, uh, now this, these are the kind of heroes that I want to point out everyday heroes and, uh, and, and I need your help just, just like I need help with getting, uh, stories of idiots for the one by the week segment. I need help from you getting stories of everyday heroes. Uh, you can send it through the same channels, joelmaholicradio at gmail.com or on Facebook at jam talk, send it, send it a message. Um, and uh, because I, I, I want to praise these, these guys and gals, you know, whoever they are. Um, you know, it, it amazes me sometimes to think of uh, the powers uh, that are in us. Um, you know, for example, you know, I, I saw a video last night, and I meant to cross-post it, and I don't think I did yet, of a, uh, a group of motorcyclists uh, riding down a street, and they stopped, and the guy in the lead got off his bike, and he helped a an, uh, an elderly lady cross the street. And this is the kind of stuff that makes you think, wow, human, you know, humanity's not dead. You know, we, we still have people out there that do nice things, do good deeds, you know. And um, and, and I, I just, I, I sort of like, in a way, closing the show off with that. I think it's a great way to close the show is to talk about people who are our everyday heroes. I think it's a great way to close off the show. So uh, thank you to the Nameless Dispatcher. Thank you to Deputy Koenig, uh, you know, for, for bringing that to light. And thank you to the Sarasota Sheriff's Office for putting that out there on Twitter. Um, so in that way of them just putting that great news out there about the dispatcher turned into a resource for me to have a, a hero that I can honor on the program. So uh, I'm thankful to everybody for that stuff. Um, and then that actually brings this whole thing to a close for this week. It, you know, we're to a screeching halt, if you will. And, um, and so I wanted to thank everybody for listening to the program. And uh, remember, we'll be back uh, each week with a new show. A new show drops on Sundays. Uh, so make sure you go to jmtalk.net. And subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you did, that's okay. When you subscribe now, they'll all come piling into your device. So uh, not missing an episode takes effect immediately when you subscribe. Uh, Immediately you get to uh, uh, listen to the show. And if that's not enough for you, then 24-7. Same place. Meanwhile, uh, do me a favor. Summer's coming. Uh, here's my challenge when you go on vacation to the beaches or to the mountains. When you go to wherever you're going on vacation, even if, to, even if you're going to the park for a picnic, do me a favor, pick up a couple pieces of trash that were left behind and throw them in the containers where they're appropriate. Okay? Because th- those little things are, are, are what start a chain reaction. Okay? So that's going to be our thing this summer. Pick up three pieces of trash. When you're out and about and having a good time uh, on vacation or on a weekend or just, like I said, at the park. All right? Watching your kids play Little League, whatever it is. Pick up three pieces of trash. Okay? And uh, we'll see you back here next week. 
love each other and don't hate. Uh, we love you. We'll see you next week, folks. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>